compliment my tie. <laughs> Paul, your tie is so beautiful. <laughs> your it's, tie is very masculine. It's a it's a manly salmon. Is it a it's a rose? It's a rose colored <laughs> tie. Your rose tie yeah. is is very dapper. Thank you. Why why are we looking so dapper? Well, it's I'm, it's so funny that you asked me that question. <laughs> Un unprompted. Unprompted. <laughs> um so this episode is airing on the Thursday before the fourth Sunday in Lent. And that that's Sunday, a special Sunday, isn't it? It's a special Sunday. It's one of two Sundays where you get to wear this rose color. It is. And is it? Go you, ahead. You say you're the Latin scholar. You say it. No, I want to. You, you say it. Letare oh, Sunday. He, he got it. He got it, folks. He got it. Letare. It's as if the colors of the lights were made to match we, as well. It's like we knew it was coming. <laughs> it's amazing. We are every this producer Rick's back. Clearly. Producer Rick is back. Can He's, we just say praise God? Producer Rick is that, back. The professionalism Cheers has returned. To producer Rick. With producer Rick. Uh, I don't like running the sound. So although and he, we have a timer again because producer Rick is oh back. God. Even Every, better. Everyone's grateful for the timer. Um, <laughs> now I don't got to make 15 minute episodes down to the 26 minutes. We um, promised. <laughs> and producer Rick, you you do, you should know that Father Dom was pleased as punch to wear the headphones and have the computer in front of him. He, you know, he looked pretty cool. It added an extra level of coolness to, and you, I know you would, I know what you're thinking, producer Rick, how could father Dom get cool? (laughs) Wearing the headphones did it. And I'll tell you another way, wearing rose colored vestments. And a rose-colored tie. And a rose-colored... Well, I don't know what you... you don't. So why know. why are we in rose for Leitare and Gaudete? Yes, that's the other one. is Gaudete Sunday, the third Sunday in Advent. So the fourth Sunday in Lent is the first Sunday after the halfway mark in Lent. So we are over halfway. The fourth Sunday is the first Sunday after, after the, the half- halfway. Part, that's yeah. like how we come up with Easter. It's, it's, the, it's yeah. the Sunday after the first full moon of the vernal equinox. <laughs> it's a very Catholic thing. <laughs> so basically, it's essentially saying we're over halfway there. And it's, it's, a, it's a way to say, guys, you got this. Hang in there. Hang in there. Easter is coming. This is like a- You got it. Leitar is a mini Easter within the middle of Lent. It's a day to- Relax a little bit on those disciplines a little bit and say, you know, this isn't a huge feast day, but it's a day to celebrate. It's a day of rejoicing. In fact, the introit, the entrance antiphon, which sadly we don't get to hear very often on Sundays. Um, I'd love to have that come back. That would be cool to bring. We'll talk to music, the music people. Anytime you come to daily mass, I love daily mass with Father Don because a Jesus shows up every single time on the altar. But even without me, there's other priests bring Jesus. It's true, but you also always make it a point to say the introit, the entrance antiphon, and it's really beautiful. It really sets the stage for what's going to happen in the the readings and that mass. It's awesome. So kudos. As if the creators of the liturgy <laughs> did that on purpose. It's it's wild. Who knew? It's wild. Who knew? But but I always appreciate that. From you, Father Don. Well, thanks. You're welcome. So, but this mass starts with Leitare Jerusalem in the Latin, which we translate, Rejoice, O Jerusalem. And it is a, a, a Sunday for rejoicing. And here's a cool little tidbit that I learned about this. Um, first off, it is, like I said, it's it's to strengthen your resolve. It's like, okay, Easter's coming. I, mean, I maybe didn't hold tight to my, uh, my Lenten fasting from chocolates or potato chips but now i've got 
Okay, second half, I'm gonna do better. But here's something cool. In the English-speaking countries, this Sunday, Leitari Sunday, has another name, too, called Mothering Sunday. Yeah. I can honestly say I've never heard of that. I, neither had I. Neither had I. So it's, it's kind of fading away. But Mothering Sunday, so it was a tradition in the English-speaking churches, probably not in America, but England, Ireland, Australia, Scotland, where else, where people would actually go to mass at their mother church on this Sunday. So that's the church where you were baptized. They would make a trip to their mother church. Really? Yes. And the reason why it's called Mothering Sunday um, is because the traditional reading for that day, and we don't do that anymore. We've changed the readings and we have a cycle of readings now, but it was from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians where he talks about the sonship, basically emphasizing the heavenly Jerusalem and it goes back to rejoice, O Jerusalem. And St. Paul talks about the heavenly Jerusalem as being the bride of Christ. And the, therefore, we are the, the children of the bride of Christ, the children of the heavenly Jerusalem. So through baptism, we enter into this chi- the, the familial relationship with the right, Father. Yeah. And so it's a special emphasis on being a child of God that day. So you go back to your mother church on Mothering Sunday. Wow. Yeah. That's some old school Catholic you really, trivia. You really do learn something new every day. I've never heard of that before. Me neither. But now I'm sharing it with you. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. You still have to be here on Sunday, though. Yeah, I didn't get baptized here. <laughs> You're not going to Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> My parents aren't even there, so I wouldn't be good. I'm Father Dominic. And I'm Paul Maneric. And welcome to Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who will inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. So now that we finished our uh, episodes on the three pillars of Lent, we did prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, which how awesome. That was a great interview that you did with um, Kat, Jessica, and Juliet. Juliet. Yeah, they, um, they were great. I mean, that was the Holy Spirit. That, that was, was awesome. What, like, just uh, very powerful women of faith and yeah. what they're trying to overcome and just be the best moms uh, they can be. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. And Mary Zion, uh, what a what a oh, woman and it's saint on earth. Yeah, you talk about a woman of faith. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so if you haven't listened to the uh, almsgiving podcast yet, go back to the one just before this one episode. I don't even know what we're on now. What's 17. That? Episode 17. No. So we, it was 16. Yeah. All right. This is 17. Very good. Go oh, to that man. one. Go to the one that says almsgiving <laughs> in the title. <laughs> and and if you want to do your almsgiving, coming up, we are going to the Well of Mercy mm. on April 9th, Saturday, April 9th, in the nice. morning to help clean up and straighten that place up and just... Good giving of your time and talent absolutely and yeah. if while you're there you want to write a little check you can do that too and then you give treasure absolutely yeah but. so go back and listen um but now we want to start focusing on the end of lent We're over halfway there the beginning of the smallest liturgical season of the year the triduum uh, which is its own season um because that there's a lot of beautiful liturgies and rich very rich symbolism that takes place during uh, the Triduum liturgies and Holy Week in general um, that we only get to experience that one week. And even at the 
the particular masses of the triduum, which we're going to spend a whole podcast episode on each one. Oh, people are just excited. I can uh, just hear I, the I, excitement. I feel it. Yeah, they're like, oozing whoa. From that's what I've always wanted. Webs in the camera. whole. You're going to love it, folks. You're going to love it. <laughs> whether, you, whether you like it or not, you're going to love it. And we're going to start today with Palm Sunday. Well, I think because it is it is the crown jewel of the liturgical year of the church. The it triduum, is, yeah. The triduum is. And so, and there's, it's so rich. And, but it's also weird because it's so different. Yes. And so a lot of people, you go in, you're like, well, this is weird. Uh, and it can, so we're going to hopefully break and it down. And the priests feel that too, because we only do these things once a year. So, I mean, if, if you ever want to see a priest with anxiety, it's the triduum. Because <laughs> we haven't done this since <laughs> last year, and we all forget everything. And then we're rereading the books and the rubrics and trying to figure out what... <laughs> So when do we bring the cross in? What do I say? What is this word? Yeah, it's a word. Yeah, it's 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 new for everybody. So we're gonna start Palm Sunday because that's a little more normal in that the only addition really at Palm Sunday is the 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 solemn procession. Um, and here at St. Ed's, we're gonna do the solemn procession at our nine thirty and eleven a.m. masses on Palm Sunday. Um, so if you want to take part in that, uh, and what it commemorates is Christ entering Jerusalem, right? And so there's actually a small liturgy of the word that takes place. It's supposed to be outside of the church. So if the weather is good, you know, pray to the, the weather saints. Um, I got to find out what the patron saint of good weather is. But anyway, um, it starts outside the church, and that's where we bless the palms, and everybody grabs their palm branch. And then outside, we actually hear the gospel of, of Palm Sunday, of Jesus entering into the city of Jerusalem, and as he enters in, everyone is there greeting him with their palm branches. So what's cool about it is that when Jesus entered Jerusalem, he entered through the east gate, uh, which is right along the Temple Mount. And the Jews believed, and they still believe to this day, actually, that when the Messiah comes, the Messiah will enter through the eastern gate. And to show how easy interreligious dialogue happens in the city of Jerusalem. Uh, I think everyone knows that the Muslims have control of the Temple Mount. That's where the Dome of the Rock is. Um, <laughs> the Muslims bricked in the Eastern Gate. <laughs> so it's it's not a, a usable gate anymore. <laughs> um, it got used when it needed to be. Uh, it, yeah, that's true. The Messiah did enter it. It worked. So it's kind of funny now. It worked. Um, and the other thing, too, with that eastern gate, so the Mount of Olives is on the east side of Jerusalem. And so you actually come down the Mount of Olives. If you're walking to Jerusalem, you'd walk over a little valley. I mean, none of this is little. It's, it's a mountain and a valley. <laughs> you go back up Mount Zion, which is where Jerusalem is, and that the eastern gate is what you would enter. Along the Mount of Olives facing west um, towards Jerusalem and the Temple Mount, that's a huge cemetery for the Jews. Um, so they also believe that when the Messiah comes and they rise from the dead, then they're already facing the temple and they're ready to go worship God on, on in the temple. Anyway, so that's, that's, it's a really cool kind of symbolism thing. Um, so we enter into Jerusalem and not only um, and we're commemorating Jesus entering into Jerusalem, we're entering now into the temple, the church, right? Where, where God leaves heaven every time we celebrate the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass comes down and greets us on the altar sacrifice in, in the parish church, right? Um, so it's just a cool thing to be part of. We sing Hosanna. 
to the son of David as we enter the church. Why do we sing Hosanna to the son of David? Because that's what they sang as Jesus entered into Jerusalem. Because he is the son of David. It's the prophecy coming true. He is the Messiah who has come to take away the sins of the world um, and to redeem us all, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's just very cool. It's a cool thing to take part in if you've never done any of the solemn processions before. And then the other cool thing we do at Palm Sunday Mass is we read the Passion narrative, which some people think is a little odd because we're going to hear the Passion again on Good Friday. Um, but we hear it on Palm Sunday because it sets us up for what we're going to be celebrating and all the different traditions that happen during Holy Week, uh, why all of that matters. So it's a great reminder of why this particular week in the life of the church and in the life of all intentional disciples of Jesus, why this week is so sacred and why we need to, to treat this week different from every other week throughout the year. Now, when we all get our palms, we get where 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 do you get the palms from? Where where do the palm they they show up here? It's called Monks Church Supply. Monks, Monks Wine and Candles Church Supply. Monks Monks Wine and Church Supply. Candles, wine, candles. Monks, Monks Wine and Candles Church Supply. Yep. Okay, so it's not That's like, where I get them from. Nice. All right, so we get it from monks. And I'm pretty sure they Come from California. But they're not. They're not actually monks. It's just actually the name of the, the no, business. Yeah. His it's name called is, monks. His name is Patrick McGrath. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> so we get the palms, and then now when the palms are laid out in the vestibule in the narthex of our church for people on Palm Sunday, are they blessed already? No, we bless them outside before we process it. So you get you get them, and then now normally you got you have holy water too. And, and what is that called? The thing that holds the holy water. It's called, are shape. you ready? Here An we go. Aspergellium. The aspergellium. Aspergellium. Do we need to censor that? Is that? <laughs> are you allowed to say that in a podcast? If there are kids listening here. I'll, I'll bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> so the aspergellium. aspergellium. So, you, so you've got that. And we're in the, and when do you bless us with the holy water, with the aspergellium? It'd be at the very beginning when the I bless very the very beginning. Palms. And so weather permitting, we're going to be outside. Mm-hmm. If it's not permitting, we grab the palms from the narthex and we take our spots. We'll just do a much shorter procession. And the procession. But it's during that procession, right, that you come in. and Because not everyone. No, when we process, I, I, I'm sure some priests do bless as they walk. But okay. you're supposed to bless. Bless. And then you just walk. Put it in. Put it. Put the aspergillium away. Put it away. Give it to the server. Yeah. Put that aspergillium away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then. As long as you don't get kicked in the aspergillium. Yeah. You nobody <laughs> wants that. That is not on. Not on the start of Holy Week. Um, so then, and then Mass essentially continues as normal, except like you said. So there's the the Passion narrative according to Luke this year. Is this what year be Luke? This year we'll be reading Luke. And now, fun fact: every Good Friday, it's John. Every Good Friday, it's John, which we'll talk about. On, in our, and that podcast, so stay tuned. Oh, man, there's more excitement. <laughs> so, okay, Palm Sunday, we're going through. It's a long gospel. Depends on the, the, the gospel writer. Luke is a little long. It's, it's a long Mark gospel. Mark is the shortest. It, and it's okay. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not a complaint. It's just an nope. observation. Now, there are parishes w- which will break it up so that different people, there's a narrator. There's and we do that here. And so does, with the Gospel of Luke, that's passion narrative, do the people in the pews, do we get a part? 
We do this year. Nice. Yes, and they'll, they'll, you'll find it in your Breaking Bread hymnal. In the in the missalette, yeah. you get that. And so follow along. When you come to Palm Sunday Mass, really open those books and follow along because you've got a part. you got a part to play. It's awesome. Mass uh, is not a spectator sport, people. No, it's not. It's not a spectator sport. And that's just the start of Holy Week. It is. That's the start. So after Palm Sunday, you have Monday, Tuesday, and then what – comes after Tuesday of Holy Week. Holy Tuesday, Holy Monday, Holy Tuesday, and then we have... And then, this is the cool one, Spy Wednesday, when you get to watch all the Bond flicks. You could do a, a marathon <laughs> of James Bond flicks for Spy Wednesday. Spy Wednesday, why is it called Spy Wednesday? You tell me. All right. I mean, I know why, but I thought you wanted to talk about... <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I did write it down. I wrote it down, Spy, Spy Wednesday. Spy Wednesday. Spy Wednesday. I don't want to take your thunder. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. All about sharing. You respect the I thunder. preached on humility today to the kids. You so did. This is my humble way of sharing. Praise God. See, I was listening. Someone listened. I was listening. Look at that. Humility and praise God. Um, so Spy Wednesday, cool, because that is the night when we remember Judas going to the, high, to the chief priest and selling out Jesus. Because it happens the next day. Mm-hmm. So on Wednesday night is when he haggles and barters and decides, I'll do it for 30 pieces of silver. Which... I think only Matthew is the one who is it Matthew is I think the one who mentions that specific number. That sounds like something Matthew would do. Because Matthew is a tax collector, right? Mm-hmm. He knows money. He knows money. He knows money. And so he anytime money shows up in the gospels, it's usually Matthew who's talking yeah. about it because he's he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I, I know what that is. Yeah. Thirty yeah. pieces of silver. And I think um I think Mark just says for money. Um anyway, so Matthew says thirty pieces of silver, Judas sells out Jesus. So it's Spy Wednesday. So that night is a night when we remember that terrible, horrible moment. But it was through that terrible home. That's, I love, you love God. He's like this master, <clears throat> this master conductor of the, the symphony of life where there are bad notes being played and then he kind of weaves it back into this beautiful symphony. He used this terrible moment in human history to bring forth the greatest moment in human history, which is Christ yeah. on the cross and, uh, and then his resurrection on the third day after. So Spy Wednesday, a great day. And then that leads us right into that. That's Spy Wednesday, technically the end of Lent. It is, yes. After Spy Wednesday, then we enter into the, the Triduum. Um, and I hear one way that we celebrate, uh, in a way, Spy Wednesday, we do a service called Tenebrae. It's awesome. Which is Latin for darkness. And it's a, um, it's a, it's not the old school tenebrae that followed the liturgy of the hours. It's a it's a, a passion service. So we again we hear the passion of our Lord um, read from the gospel. We do John, uh, and it's done in parts as well. But then as we go through the passion, um, it's it, it, we pause and we have some psalms chanted, and then we extinguish candles. So the the church all the lights are on. And as we extinguish the candle at different points during the Passion, some of the church lights get turned off. And so as we go closer and closer to Christ's death through his Passion, uh, the church gets darker and darker. And then we get to the last candle right before Jesus dies. The candle doesn't get extinguished. Rather, we carry the candle out in silence. There's a big crash to signify Christ's death. And then the church is, is dark. That is um, so cool. It's a really cool service. It's at 7 o'clock on Spy Wednesday, Wednesday of Holy Week. So make sure you come out and join us 
for that beautiful service. That's and, really very nice. And you can you're going to offer reconciliation beforehand at six o'clock on Spy Wednesday, or is that all the Wednesdays before? Spy Wednesday. Those are all the Wednesdays before. Okay, so there's no confession. So still get to confession any other, yeah. other, all the other Wednesdays. So in go life. to so go to confession if you if you're looking for a Holy Week confession, go Saturday before Palm Sunday, or go uh, find it. At, uh, there's many pl- places around yeah. here that have confession, but then come at seven o'clock to that awesome candlelit yeah, mass. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, it's super cool. The Tenebrae service is amazing. All right. Well, I think we've done a good job of preparing. We're ready. We're ready to jump into the Palm Sunday and Holy Week. The, we're ready to go to the Triduum. We're ready. So stay tuned. Our next podcast coming up are going to be all on the Triduum liturgies. Holy Thursday, Good Friday, my favorite liturgy of the year, the Easter Vigil, which is awesome. Start Put, put it on your calendar now, folks, to join us. And do us a favor. Uh, leave us a review and um, rate us on wherever you get your podcast. It helps us uh, kind of push it out and, and get us out there into the interwebs. But also share our podcast with your neighbors, your coworkers, friends and family um, so we can continue to preach the gospel and uh, tell share, everybody about Jesus. Share it with your mom because your mom's going to be like, oh. I knew I raised a good boy. See? I knew I raised a good and girl. And maybe you get an extra large Easter basket. Yes. Then. Think about the extra big chocolate <laughs> bunny you're going to get. I tell you, I, I don't go to stores often now because Amazon is my world. You um, did it. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> uh, I'll make him even richer. But uh, I, went, I went to Walgreens the other day, and it, it took everything in me to not buy a chocolate Reese's They're peanut butter. Everywhere. Uh bunny all the good candies come out at easter that was like that was penance there the only the only candy but i was i didn't do it good for you praise god praise god it was really his grace the only candy that is not an easter candy that is my downfall is peppermint bark i love peppermint bark i don't like bark so you have all the bark i'm gonna take the uh cool i'll do it chocolate peanut butter sounds good All right, I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And this is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints to inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen.